It's about to go with David Hooper. It's Build a Big Podcast, marketing podcast for podcasters. That was from a past life. I used to DJ. I've got a story about that that is related to this, the new issue of Big Podcast Insider, available right now, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. My job is to help you spread your message via audio. I specialize in podcasting. Bigpodcast.com has more information about that. That actually wasn't a real DJ intro that I would ever use. (laughs) I just made that as foreshadowing for a story that I'm about to tell you. In this issue, I'm talking about community, building a community, getting connected with your fans, your listeners, and what you can do to make everything work for them as well as you. We're in December right now, and there's something that I call the two-sided coin of December. We're going to it right now. A lot of people don't know about this, but your podcast downloads and also your interaction, that is likely to go down in December. There are some exceptions to this rule. If you've got a holiday podcast, a religious-based podcast where your religion has a lot going on in December, a mental health podcast talking about loneliness and depression, that's something that increases a lot during this time of the year. And because of that, you may see more listeners than you normally do. But for most podcasters, you will see a dip. If that is you, do not freak out. It's just a two-sided coin in December. Nothing is wrong. Let's do talk about why those numbers go down, though. It's because people are busy. They've got holiday. They've got family obligations. Even with the pandemic going on, there is a lot for many people to do. But here's something else that I hinted at. There are a lot of people in the world, and they feel isolated. They feel lonely. And they can feel even more isolated, more lonely in December because, one, the friends they do have are busy. And two, because the friends that they do have and also the images that we see in media and what we think about when we think about December. We see other people having a perceived great time. We see other people having a great family meal. It's like social media though. You're not seeing the whole picture. If somebody's talking about the holidays online, most people are not going to give you the full picture of that. They're going to show themselves, spouse, kids, happy family. Everything's great. So if you're feeling isolated, you can imagine going to see something like that and thinking, oh, everything's great for people but me. That can be an issue. Even if your podcast is not about mental health or family, that is an opportunity for you as a podcaster. Let me tell you a real life story about this. This is why I played that clip at the beginning. When I was transitioning from being a musician to just music business, not playing as a musician. I just relocated to Columbus, Ohio. I wasn't at the point with my music business where I had the income that I needed to survive. And I couldn't go back to what I was doing previously because I wasn't in the same geographic area. I was going to have to start all over again or else get down to Memphis, West Tennessee, Mississippi, where people knew me. So I didn't have that option. Anyway, I picked up some work as a DJ. I had a booking agent. And during the holidays, He booked me at what I'm going to call a holiday corporate event. I remember it was at a ballroom at a hotel in Columbus, Ohio. And some guy, he was getting a plaque because he'd been at the company for 20 years or 50 years or I don't know how long he'd been there, but he seemed older to me. He's probably about my age now. He's probably in his 40s, 50 maybe. And he'd been there for a long time. 
the way these gigs worked is somebody would hire me for a four or five hour set. I would come in, I'd set up, more or less play music and MC four or five hours. So we've got this event with the man of honor. During this time, everybody's drinking, they're dancing, but for whatever reason, everybody left before my set time ended. Like I said, I'm booked for four or five hours. And on this date, I don't remember what it was, but let's say they left after three hours. I've got another hour of my contract. Absolutely everybody had left the ballroom except for the man of honor. And he's been putting a few back because there was alcohol at this event. Like there are many events and he is loaded, loaded. And he's like, play this, play John Cougar Mellencamp or whatever. I don't remember the songs, but he was throwing out requests. And I did it for a little bit because he's the man of honor, right? And eventually I was like, dude, you know, we're done. Show's over. Everybody's left. And I guess this guy knew the contract or the booking or something. He booked his own event. And he says, your contract is for five hours. (laughs) And I'm looking at the watch on my wrist. I'm thinking, man, I got another 90 minutes in the contract. And this guy's right. Can't get hold of my booking agent. He's the one who did the deal. And I don't remember how it ended up. I remember I was there longer than I needed. And I think everybody around us was cleaning up and maybe they asked me to leave. But this guy who's the head of the department or he'd been there for however long and he's getting these plaques and everybody's lifting him up. At the end of the day, not even the end of the day, three hours later, he's all alone. And you have listeners like that. You have people that things seemingly are going well for them and they're getting these honors. They're getting a lot of attention, but when the party's over, they're left all alone. And I'm sure this dude was going to go home and watch Pornhub or whatever the equivalent of that was back then. (laughs) He's living a lonely life. You have listeners like that. Everybody else went home to their families. This dude's going to go home eat a half gallon of Ben and Jerry's, watch Lifetime movies, hang out with his cats. I don't know. You have listeners like that, regardless of what your genre is. And I think keeping that in mind, it's going to help you build that connection. Because if I could have had contact with that guy, had I wanted to, and I'm not saying you have to do this because this guy was an asshole. I was definitely not interested in hanging out with him. But had I wanted to, you could imagine the connection that I could have made with that guy because you're coming through for him in a very difficult time. So something to think about, your numbers may be down, but the connection opportunity that you have is up. We just finished out Thanksgiving, Black Friday, the holiday season, as far as shopping is in full swing right now. I'm starting to get a lot of ads on social media and the internet in general with things I didn't know that I needed. Something that has been popping up a lot for me is various subscription boxes. One of them is called Hunt a Killer. I clicked on it. I thought that was pretty interesting. It's some kind of murder mystery thing. They have a horror version of it. It would be the perfect thing to compliment a true crime podcast. And there are a lot of those. You solve a mystery. It got me thinking when I saw it, I thought, man, you could do this for almost any podcast. They send you a box. It's got clues. It's got a game. It's got stuff to bake. There are different varieties of this. One of them's for dogs. There's one for singles. There's one for couples. There's one for Christians. There's one for Jewish people. Whatever. They've got a box for everything. There's no reason why you couldn't do something similar with your podcast. And you could have a listener, 
or multiple listeners gather around the box and do something based around the content that you are putting out on your podcast. Again, this is great for somebody in the true crime genre. It is great for somebody in the storytelling genre, any kind of mystery, any kind of fiction, or even nonfiction. It could be some kind of trivia game. I don't know. But what I'm seeing here is a real opportunity for you to take something that's online, your podcast, where people are listening to it via their headphones, one-on-one, just you and them, and take it to a community and do something in person with other people that they love. You get credit for that. They're bringing other people into the fold. Because when somebody goes to see that box, like, where'd you get this? Oh man, I got it from this podcast. They ship it to me every month. You should check it out. Here's the site. I've got the links and more information for you at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Go take a look at it. It is a recurring revenue business. That's the other thing about it, which makes things so much better for you when it comes to budgeting, when it comes to your time, when it comes to marketing. It's a game changer. And this is much bigger than something like patreon.com, which is basically donations. This is a real business where people are paying for something, you're giving them something in return. And I get it. Patreon, you're giving them value whatever that is. And they want to support you. But it is a much easier sell for you to send them a box of stuff every month than it is to get donations. Imagine if you had a cooking show. It's about desserts. It's about whatever. And you're sending them a recipe. And you're sending them everything they need to do to make a great meal. Or maybe you've got a dating podcast. You're sending them a date in the box. You got some massage oil. You got candles. You got something they can bake. You got booze in there. I don't know. Whatever people do on dates. You throw it in a box and you send it to people. It could be a great business for your podcast. Here are the questions for you to ask yourself. One, how can I get listeners on my podcast to interact with each other? You got a cooking show? Well, cook together. That's the way for them to interact. You've got a dating show? Get them on a date interacting with another person. Two, how can I tell my story or spread my message in an interactive way? You've got a religious podcast. Well, send them some stuff. Send them a prayer manual, a devotional. Get them interacting with other people. Three, how can I add recurring revenue to my podcast business? Charge for the box, ship it monthly. It's a great opportunity for you. Pretty easy to do. Get a bunch of stuff, put it in a box, send it to people. Recurring revenue is super easy. Something I don't talk about a lot, but I've mentioned it here and you might've heard me say this, that I had the first recurring revenue site, membership site, on the internet that was not an adult site. It was a music business site for musicians. And the way that I came up with that idea is that I looked at fan clubs, something we were already doing in the music business, where people were paying a recurring yearly fee at the time. There was an annual fee to join, let's say the ZZ Top fan club. And you get a newsletter and you would get a discount on one of the ZZ Top keychains, or maybe a model of the car that they used to drive around in their videos, discounts on tickets, updates, holiday releases, that kind of thing. So what could I do with that idea and do it with my audience, the music business audience? And I did that. The reason I mentioned the adult sites is at the time, they were the only ones with recurring revenue. Everybody else was freaked out about taking money online. This is how early it was, mid-90s. The adult stuff, it's a high-risk business. There was so much fraud in that business, what they call chargebacks, somebody disputing a charge. They were willing to do whatever. Plus, it was a huge business. There was a lot of money to be made. Anyway, they jumped in on it. I noticed them jumping in on it. I said, I'm going to get in on this. This 
is how innovation works. That's why I'm saying you should look at some of these subscription boxes and see if you can do something like that for your podcast. I'm telling you, it is a game changer. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com for more information on that. How to get promoted on Apple Podcasts. This is a huge one. Being featured on the front of Apple Podcasts, where most people are going to find their podcasts, that is a quick way for you to get a ton of new listeners. You provide them graphics. You're going to need to know Photoshop for this or find somebody who knows Photoshop. I've got the template for the graphics that they need. I have a link to the form for you to fill out that can get you lined up for this promotion. You're not necessarily going to get accepted, but you can submit for it. Give them the graphics. If they like your idea, you can get up there. I've been on the front page of Apple Podcasts. It's a game changer, man. There are so many people coming through there. You're going to get a ton of listeners in one day, a ton of subscribers in one day. It is worth it. So go look at that link, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I also have a link for you to get featured on my social media channels, the Big Podcast social media channels. You go to that link, send me a picture for you record, a little something about your podcast. I'll help you promote what you're doing. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com for that link. A podcast marketing lesson from Banksy. You know Banksy? Kind of a graffiti artist, street artist. You've seen his stuff. He's making millions of dollars. He's got a great documentary on Netflix called Exit Through the Gift Shop. And this article that I've got linked, it is about the self-marketing of Banksy. You're going to want to check this out. It's got some Banksy-style ideas and strategies that you can use to market yourself and also your podcast, including how to use the wow factor, humor, mystery, meaningful causes, and something I thought was interesting, a family theme park unsuitable for children. It's something he designed. He got a lot of attention. You're going to find this inspiring because this guy is going big with his self-marketing. He's anonymous. I mean, people think they know who he is, but you know, do they really? I don't know. I don't know. I appreciate that though, because we've got so many people and they want to put their face everywhere. Social media, TV, reality television. This guy's relatively anonymous and he gets out and does his thing. He lets his art speak for itself. Maybe you can connect to that. Regardless, if you want to get better at self-marketing, you're going to want to check this out. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. There's a podcast awards show coming up, the Golden Crane Podcast Awards. This is from the Asian American Podcasters Association. It is for the people who identify as Asian American and Pacific Islander. The Golden Crane Podcast Awards is to recognize and increase the visibility of Asian and Asian American podcasters. The deadline for submissions is December 7th. If you qualify, submit your podcast now. That link, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. In general, if you listen to the podcast, you know this. I'm not a big fan of awards. But with that said, I really appreciate this one because I think that it's important that we show the diversity of podcasting. And a lot of times, it's these big names, Joe Rogan, Call Her Daddy, people who are already celebrities. The people who are already doing well in media flip over to podcasting and we focus on them. We don't focus on the independent podcasters and we don't focus on the little bitty niches. Not that there aren't a lot of Asian Americans or Pacific Islanders or women or people of color or non-binary trans people various people making podcasts. I think that's one of the most powerful things about podcasting, that it's easy for anybody to jump in, make a podcast, get it out into the world. But it's good to see the recognition of that. I think when we can showcase the diversity of this format, when that happens, 
I think we all win. So check it out, the link, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've also got something here, 14 steps to $1.3 million in revenue. This is a short Twitter thread. I've been finding these and I love them because they're super quick to read. 10 tweets, 280 characters or less. It might take you three minutes to read it. And it talks about the mindset and strategy needed to build an expert business around your ideas. If you are doing a podcast based around your expert knowledge, you will find this helpful. Listen to these numbers. He shows you how he made $880,000 in consulting, $341,000 in product sales, and his community, let's go back to how powerful that is, from his community, $81,000. Even if you've got an entertainment or a message-based podcast, such as a religious philosophy, even if you don't have expert knowledge to sell, there is something here for you. I'm going to wrap this up with the same message that I began with. There are a lot of isolated people in the world. There are a lot of people feeling very lonely this month because it's December. There are a lot of holidays. There are a lot of family get-togethers. There are a lot of friend get-togethers. And some people don't have those connections for whatever reason. They can't get out because of the pandemic. They can't get out because of health issues. They're simply not connected like they want to be. That is an opportunity for you as a podcaster to fill that need, make people feel connected. That's the opportunity for you as a podcaster. Fill that need, help people to feel connected. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you need some help from me, you know where to get me, bigpodcast.com. That is also where you can subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you get the newsletter delivered to your box every Friday morning. Everything's at bigpodcast.com. Go there now before you forget, bigpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for a great year. I'm looking forward to an even bigger year in 2022. Let's work on something together. Hit me up, bigpodcast.com, and I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.